Let's uh, let's make some audio magic here. Well, let's do it. This is part of a complete and balanced podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's actually better than I remember. Really? Yeah. Hey, Meredith. I remember it tasting like bark. Hi. <laughs> Just uh, don't mind me. I'm enjoying a little bowl of crackling oat bran here. And, uh, Everyone's favorite cereal. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's sugary and sweet and um, not at all remotely healthy, just like I remember. Um, I'm doing this because I was inspired uh, because this week we're all really, really busy. Uh, as we record this, you and I are the only two available. Everybody else has lives. Uh, you're just finishing up work and I'm on the way back to work. So uh, this week we're bringing out, <clears throat> sorry, a little <clears throat> crackling oat brand down the wrong pipe. <laughs> Uh, we're bringing back a Tishi instant classic from one year ago this week. Uh, it is our serial episode. Insert suspenseful piano music here. Yeah, that one. Uh, no, it is not uh, Adnan. Uh, Adnan. Uh, what was his name? Syed? Adnan Sayed. Yeah, hey, there we go. And the payphone at Best Buy. And all those jokes are in the show you're about to hear. But one year ago, we uh, went down the deep tricks rabbit hole of our favorite cereals, kids as kids, as adults, uh, what we eat, what we don't let ourselves eat, what we realized uh, was garbage the whole time. And uh, I, uh, in re-listening to this episode, realized um, that we're really, really funny. I know. Well, and you know, the reason I... Was so happy to to redo this episode is because it's called "Hurt Me Grape Nuts," <laughs> <laughs> and I just still laugh every time I I see that title. Yeah, so, good job, us. Yep, we're pretty great. And speaking of hurting people, um, sorry for all of you who hate hearing people eat on microphone, but it's really good. So um, I didn't think you were actually going to do this. So good on you for <laughs> committing to the bit. That's me. Enjoy this episode from one year ago. We'll save the question of the week responses for next week and all that good stuff. But uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, really, even if you remember this episode, I'm embarrassed at how much I laughed at us re-listening yeah, to this. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Yeah, so enjoy. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm, and this show has everything. More period talk, both kinds, toilet updates, part of a complete balanced breakfast, and more. On today's show, we're talking about cereal, not the seminal true crime podcast, but what Saturday morning cartoon commercials are made of. So get your toast, OJ fruit, and glass of milk, question mark, <laughs> and settle in to let that milk get sugary. Joining me for tonight's conversation from Garden View Studios in Albany, New York, he's great. It's Bobby Pape. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> 
either I'm calling you from a payphone at the Best Buy. Uh-oh. How, how, how do the cell towers look? I'm pinging all over, but you'll never find me. And from Middle Age Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, she's magically delicious. It's Hillary Livingston Butler. Good evening, Hillary. That's how everyone describes me. Good evening. I had to put the Irish twist in there of because course. of your family situation. Yes. And from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, she's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It's Meredith, the MVH fan heart. Good evening, Meredith. Good evening. That's also very accurate. It's true. Well, as always, we'll start with a little small talk. We'll take a look in the mailbag and get your thoughts on punctuation. We'll pour ourselves another bowl of medium talk, make some tissue recommendations, and let you know how you can get involved with the show. All right, let's get started with the small talk. Bobby. Sorry, I'm just doing some quick Googling because I assume that there must be some sort of New Yorker cartoon about somebody who's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, like <laughs> laying on a one of those couches next to a therapist. <laughs> totally. Anyway, I'm sure I will jacket. find it and yeah. post it later. Uh, small talk. Uh, first and foremost, I just wanted to say something I've already told all of you, but I wanted to tell to everyone. Great episode last week. I was genuinely sorry to miss it, although I think it was probably better facilitated without me because I obviously have a different perspective on period talk than all of you do as a trained copy editor. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, But it did give me a couple of thoughts. You know, I was raised in a house of women with my mother and my grandmother sort of being my quasi co-parents at various points in my childhood. And as I've told you all, it was my grandmother who, from when I was at an age too young to understand it, used to tell me that women were stronger than men because women would bleed and not die every month. (laughs) So weird. I did have an early introduction to, you know, the the, the ways of the female body in its uh, grossest and, uh, you know... (laughs) Messiest. Most evolved ways. I also told you all about the time that I, as a child, you know, no older than 15 or 16 years old, mm-hmm. uh, peeled the sticky backs off of some like massive late 80s, early 90s, super huge maxi pads <laughs> and just like stuck them all together and made a tower of them, uh, which did not go over well with the women in my house who saw me waste an entire box of maxi pads. Oh, sounds like fun, though. Yeah. At least it seems relatively easy to clean up. It's not like you stuck them all over the walls and they had to be peeled <laughs> off one by one. Oh, God. I think that could be an art project now. <laughs> yes. It kind of <laughs> does. I mean, we would use the different colored water to dye them all different colors and then sure. put them on the wall in some sort of I pattern. Guys, I can see we, it. Beautiful. We didn't really get into that, but um, why are you all bleeding blue liquid? <laughs> uh, We're very there rich. Is, there is a commercial Weird. that's going around that I've seen somewhere on YouTube or whatever. Where they use red blood, red blood, red liquid. Just ketchup, just Heinz. They poured the little beaker or whatever, and it was pinkish red. So I was like, well, that's progress, weirdly. Weirdly. It is. Uh, They do that with baby diapers, too. I mean, that. I I don't want to see poop on TV, so I guess that's fine. Yeah. How many baby Ruths can this? uh, (laughs) God, no. The worst. Save me. God, but I, I genuinely just thought I was glad it was a conversation that was had and that we can talk about things like that here because I, I don't understand. I mean, I do understand it's, it's generations, hundreds of years of stigma and sexism, but like we should be able to talk about bodily things. Like it just is what it is. I, 
I don't know if we want to get the guys together one of these days and talk about men's health issues. You know, I'm I'm 36, so in a few years I'll start to get my regular finger poke up the butt, and uh, I'll report back on it. That's yes. fine. That's all good. Come on, it. I had yeah. I had catheters put up my groin when I was 18, so that my heart wouldn't explode. What else do I have to share? Like, <laughs> whatever. I have no shame about my human body. It just yeah. is what it is to function. So Bodies thank are you gross. for doing that. We should all talk yeah. about it. Absolutely. Yeah. They're stinky. They're smelly. They're sweaty. I always tell Sam I'm going to stop showering and just let my biome take over. I'm <laughs> sure she's thrilled by yeah. that. I shower like twice a day. That would never happen. <laughs> um, I did also have one other tangent. I, you know, the, the biggest problem if I have been on the period episode is, you know, most of my experiences these days with with female anatomy is through Sam, and it's not my place to. Most tell of Sam's stories. <laughs> oh, you know, most other you know, non-academic, I guess. Girlfriends, I assume. But he said yeah. these well, days. You know. oh. oh. Yeah. Well, hmm. no. Explain like, yourself, sir. <laughs> you know, I read a good textbook once in a while. I occasionally, you know, a little Hillary's Horny Corner book or two might come my way. No, but like, you know, my interactions on this topic are through Sam and occasional female friend conversations would be my point. And I, I'm not really uh, in a position to, to tell her truth. Right. So that's where I would have just had to be mom most of the time. But I will share one thing from the from the husband perspective that is particularly entertaining to me. Um, Sam is always thoroughly amused that I I just know her cycle, like, you know, between <laughs> knowing her behavior and so seeing it shift and also just kind of knowing how calendars work and how her calendar works, I'm never surprised when she gets her period. But I'm also never surprised because she's not the most prepared with what she takes to work and in her purse. And I get all of her CVS receipts by email. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I will know that if she made a lunch run to CVS. She's like, oh, shit. That mm-hmm. I should just be on my best behavior when she gets home. <laughs> well, yeah. Smart man. So, yes. So I'm thoroughly amused that she uses my CVS rewards card. And, well, you got to uh, get it, those. Got to get those rewards. You got to get right. them where you can. And it blows up her spot. So mm-hmm. fine. It's kind of amazing to me that it took me as long as it did to think. Oh right, I can buy a box of tampons and keep them in my desk at work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, it was such an aha light bulb moment. I was like, wait a minute. You mean I don't have to get my little baggie full of tampons in the morning and put them in my bag and take them back and forth to nope, work? You- I, I I could have several boxes <laughs> in my desk drawer. <laughs> you could. Yeah, it is kind of, you're like, this is freedom. I don't have to keep going back and forth between having, yeah, travel pack. It's great. It is. I like the idea of opening your desk drawer and it's just that aisle from CVS that's all the trial size of everything. That's kind of what my old desk used to look like. I mean, I tried to be prepared for everything. So I would have like clear nail polish and nail clippers and, sure. you know, toothpaste and a toothbrush just in case and Tums, and, you know, just like millions of little, little pharmacy doodad mm-hmm. things yep. in case I needed them. Because being stuck at work hmm. in a situation like there was nowhere nearby for me to like run to if I needed something. So I would have to get in, like, w- run out to the parking lot and drive somewhere. Ugh. So yeah. it, it was in my best interest to be prepared for, for everything. Yep. And it benefited my coworkers occasionally too because I think oh, I had sure. like, oh, a yes. bottle of a leave 
Yes. That oh, I've got band aids. Real yeah. expired. <laughs> that uh, got used, like and like stupid things like hair ties and yes. Yes. all of that. When yeah. you realize that you don't have to live a nomadic life, that's one of the reasons that I don't like the hoteling concept for yeah, the new yeah. flexible workspaces. It is, sucks. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. And they're like, we'll get you lockers to put your personal no. things in. No. I, no. I, I live that life currently and it sucks. And I've gotten to the point now where I have my desk and I'm pretty much the first person there. But like, even if I'm not, people sort of respect my desk. I now mm-hmm. have like, I have a little... I have a charger that's just constantly plugged in there. I keep snacks in the little drawer that's supposed to be like, oh, you can move it around or whatever. It's so you just anybody's... claimed it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this is yours my now, fucking yeah. desk. Like, don't I have a – the thing that really marks it is the kids – you know, like, I think I talked about this, but the new, like, fidget thing is, like, the pop it. Like, it's like a bubble popper kind of things, and the mm. kids have it. Mm-hmm. And I stole – they have 12,000 of them. I stole one from Rory, and it's at my desk, and it's a crab-shaped, like, pop it thing. And I'm like, this just stays at my desk. So everybody knows that this is my fucking desk. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want, like, a home at no, work. It's already well, so transient and horrible. Exactly. I'm like, I have yep. to be here all the time. It sucks. Like, I like having a picture or two. I mean, I like that my desk isn't cluttered with crap. Like, that's nice, and we're, like, moving away from having a ton of paper everywhere. But, like... Like, I want to personalize it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. I just yeah. want to have a place that I know is mine. That I, yes. I don't have to do a daily negotiation yes. of where yes. do I sit. Yes, exactly. I don't want to get too detailed, but um, one of my uh, my interns from my old job messaged me the other day and was like, do you like your new job? Oh. <laughs> Because and part of the problem is that they are making them come back into the office, mm-hmm. and they're making them go from offices to cubicles that are shared. Uh, uh. Ooh, bullpens. Yeah. All right. And she has to share with somebody that I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't. I would quit too. Like, I don't blame <laughs> you. <laughs> You're like, understood. Is this at like? Well, I, you don't have to specify, but it it's say. at the hospital. But oh, it's at okay. like a yeah, it's at the office building where it wasn't on. We didn't work at the main campus mostly. I, I had an office there for office hours, but um, most of our desks were at, at a, the administration building. So that's where that is. And they reconfigured it, and I'm glad that I'm not there anymore. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> God. And with that, I think we've covered period talk. <laughs> we've never covered period talk enough. Yeah. Moving on to a toilet update. So I guess it's in the neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, Anne, yes. tell us about your pair of thrones. Uh, well, I did get my pair of thrones, my uh, Gerber Vipers. <laughs> Actually, Such a name. I just, I'm sorry, I'm picturing baby food with a snake on it. I know. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? It's the, the Gerber Viper Comfort Height White Toilets with Quiet Closed Seats is Ooh. what it says on my, my invoice. Twister. Yeah, I know. So uh, Tony from Tony's Plumbing came out and put them in. I'm just realizing... I don't know Tony's last name because it just says Tony's plumbing everywhere. And he has signed it. Tony (laughs) K-E-L is all I see. So Tony could be anybody. I'm not convinced this isn't a front. Like, that's just an FBI van parked up front. (laughs) Tony's plumbing. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, But Tony is great. And so he came, uh, I think, the day after we recorded last and put in my toilets. And I have to say, you know when you're using some sort of product and you can just feel it's a little bit plasticky. Yeah. 
These toilets are not that. These toilets have substance to them. (laughs) You can feel the quality of the uh, components like when you're flushing it. It's got a good, not not like a water-wasty flush, but like a good strong. Yes, handle action oh my god when did i become this person you are so cool and i'm loving it <laughs> but anyway i'm very happy with my two new toilets i just thought that i would uh bookend that discussion now that i have them and they were not cheap toilets i'll say uh it turned out to be with the cost of the toilet the installation and the disposal of the old toilet it was 635 dollars per toilet so twelve seventy total, but he gave me ten percent off because I did two. So I paid one thousand one hundred and forty three dollars for these two toilets. And you know what? I think it's worth the price. Yeah, totally. It sounds great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're very good. And now I can put to bed that horrible anxiety. This is all coming from our anxiety show. Mm-hmm. That show has had consequences, guys. Really uh, where I can lay that fear that my toilet is going to break and flood and collapse the floor like my coworkers did. <laughs> and I could be happy and move on to a different source of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's happy birthday the answer. Yay, yep. happy birthday. Else. <laughs> <laughs> I just, remember, if I just handle enough things, there won't be anything left to get anxious about. Nope. Correct. Whack-a-mole. You can hold them all <laughs> yeah, down at the same time. Good luck with that list. <laughs> uh, and congratulations. I can't wait until we can all come to the Twin Cities and use your toilets. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> You know, the one downstairs I don't use because why clean two bathrooms if I don't have to? So yep. that that toilet is reserved for all of you. <laughs> Let me in, Bobby. Do you, it's my do turn. You I'm closest. I'm coming first. Do you go down there and just like flush it once a week just to keep things moving or? Uh, not once a week, but sort of when I think of it, I do. Sure. You know, yeah. to try and keep the sewer gas down and that sort of yeah. stuff that was the problem in the the buffalo house is it had four toilets for two of us and so you know if, if we didn't have guests over for a while remembering that the half bath existed mm-hmm. would be something we'd have to go check on yep uh and speaking of first world problems <laughs> selfie trash <laughs> well and i like i hadn't thought about this even though i shared it with all of y'all um, but Anne reminded me when she named me, you know, I was the Lucky Charms uh, winner of our introduction. Um, okay, so I just wanted to tell a quick story about how my dad said that I played my husband. So for Dave's birthday um, in January, I gave him tickets to see the Dropkick Murphys, a band he loves, a band that I know one song of, even though I've seen them like five times. Um, and, you know, it was going to be at Stubbs, which is the outdoor portion of where TBTL, if anybody came to the South of Queso um, show, that's where it was. But there's like a big outdoor venue of it. And I actually like seeing shows there if the weather's nice because it's like long. Like it's sort of narrow, but it's long. So if you don't want to be near, you can just kind of like go to the back. And it's big enough. It's a big enough area that it's not so bad. Anyway. Yeah, I don't remember the outdoor space. Yeah, we were really. I remember the indoor. Yeah, it's right next to it. It's like on the other side of it. But um I think and I've it, only been outdoor there because I just waited in line for a million years and that was it. <laughs> You're like, here I am. So I, um, but when I bought the tickets, whatever, in January, I, I was 
I bought them and I saw that it was on Tuesday and I thought, I'm going to really hate myself when this comes around, but whatever, like he loves this. This will be a good gift. And lo and behold, you know, Tuesday started inching its way. I'd already gotten a babysitter. I was ready. I was like, okay, like I'm just girding my loins for this. Like we could, I can do it. It'll be fun. Once I'm there, it'll be fine. Um, and the good thing is, is that, um, there's like a noise ordinance there. So it changes like today it's midnight, but like from, I don't know, Sunday to Wednesday or something, it's 1030. So I was like, well, at least we won't be out late. It'll be fine. Anyway. So as it's getting closer though, I'm like, oh, I really don't want to go. I really don't want to go. And I kept lightly suggesting today, like, oh, do you want to bring a friend? And he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I really and- just want to go with my wife. <laughs> I know. I know. We can have a date. It'll be wonderful. Mm. And so um, I had mentioned on Sunday, I think I'm steps might be all ages. And he said, no, nah, it's not all ages. And I said, I think it is, you know, I think it is. And he said, no, it's not. So Monday I look it up and it is all ages. I knew it was. And so I mentioned it lightly at dinner on Monday. I said, it is all ages. And he just looked at me and he just knew he was like, okay. <laughs> and they said, Rory, do you want to go see the dropkick Murphys? And Rory's like, oh, yes, I do. I do. <laughs> and actually I could see Bridget kind of seething with jealousy on the other side, though. I had to remind her that she's going to San Francisco to in say, a month. She like, no I think she seethes with jealousy anytime anybody <laughs> anytime. gets to do something without her, right? Precisely. Anything that get, like she anybody gets over her, she's like, mm. especially Rory, especially Rory. Anyway, so they went, um, Dave said he did great. Um, and he loved it. The only problem is, is, you know, they say, Oh, doors open at five thirty, And I'm like such a nerd that I'm like, okay, we have to get there around five thirty, And you have to remember there are like three opening bands. It's really oh. just the doors. Anyway, oh, yeah. he was like, I have to remember next time we, we could get there at eight and it would have been fine. Like they didn't even really go on until like eight forty five or nine. So he was like, if we'd gotten there at eight, it would have been fine. Cause we would have found a place and whatever, but they had a good time. I think at about 10, of course, before they're starting to play all the songs that anybody knows, um, Rory says, daddy, I'm tired. I want to go home. Yeah, really late. <laughs> I know. And he was, you know, he, but he had a really good time. He was dancing so much that some drunk couple next to them bought him a t-shirt, which I was <laughs> like, it was very sweet. But Dave said, I went up and they were $35. And I thought, I'm not buying him a fucking t-shirt for $35 for a so kid's t-shirt. A strange kid. A $35 <laughs> very strange kid. Yes. Oh. It's, um, extremely he's strange. No, he's a stranger oh. to them. Is that like um, he is both. He is strange. <laughs> and a stranger a weird kid. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if they're going to look at their like charges the next day and be like, Fuck Where's the t-shirt that I bought? But Why they had- is it a youth medium? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> um, but they they had a great time. And um, yeah, my dad said that I played Dave, but I didn't. I, I said sorry. And I was like, we can have a date later on. It's fine. I don't um, think it's playing if he knows what the I know. game it's pretty clear. is. I know. Yeah. I, I am honest about my... Uh, it's not playing if he never had a chance to win. No. the, yeah. fir- and the Yes, exactly. And the first... I mean, he knows this. The first um, Dropkick Murphy's concert I went to in Los Angeles, I was like, okay, that was that. And I said, you know, I know that you really liked it and that's great. That's a little close to white pride that like, I'm a, I'm not very comfortable with it. And he was like, you know, I never thought about that before. Oof, really? Um, anyway. Well, to be fair, it's, it's his backyard thing. So it's like people liking Buffalo wings. And I'm always saying they're just wings for him. It's just pride. <laughs> I know. It's just pride. <laughs> just pride. As a Bostonian. Yes. 
Exactly. Um, but they had a good time. And as my friend Emily said, you're out of it for the rest of your life. You don't have to do this ever mm-hmm. again. I said, yes. So anyway, it was it was fun. I, I mean, I had a great time because I went to bed at like 10. I was in bed like watching The Gilded Age when he got home. And I was like, I am in my happy place. This is great. So it was fun for me. We canceled. I canceled almost all of our streaming stuff. I went through a fit where I just was like, why are we spending way too much money on all these things? But do you also have cable? Well, we do at the Boston apartment. We're going to get rid of it. And then eventually we'll sort of restart building as we realize what we actually want to use. But I'm immediately regretting not being able to watch more Gilded Age. I'm just going to have to find a way to watch it. My HBO Max. If only your friends had logins. Yes, I think that maybe you could figure it out. The one I kept was Netflix. Well, yeah. Yeah, you have to exactly. watch Love is Blind, so you got to get into yes. it. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Shake, Deep D. Um, Christy, Christy, I made Christy watch. She knows. She knows. All right. Should we move to the mailbag? I think we should. Okay. Um, well, circling back to period talk, we had a listener, Dorothea, <laughs> um, emailed us. Not her real name. Not her real name. Winky, winky. Um, a really, really lovely email that was extremely informative. Um, and she lovingly gave us a TL- TLDR version of it. Um, and honestly, like, I almost want to post, obviously, name redacted, the letter, because I had some really helpful information, but it is long. So this is the TLDR. Greetings, ladies of the pod. Sorry, Bob, you're not included. Uh, feel free to share snippets on the pod. Just please leave my name out. Well, yeah. Uh, I too have painful periods and a painful pelvic floor. Things that work for me to manage. Nexplanon, implant progesterone that goes in your arm, period cup, (laughs) parenthetically, put a cup in it.com. No. Yeah. No. And (laughs) marketing fail. Unfortunate (laughs) URL there. Uh, Well, yeah, uh, period. I, I'm going to stop myself from any jokes in yes. this segment. Yes. Just go. Halt. Uh, period panties and pelvic floor physical therapy. Every person who is financially able should have a basket bin bag with period products and their guest use bathroom visible. I appreciate y'all talking about historically taboo topics on the pod. You know, I had thought about that because I thought, well, I have a basket behind, you know, it's for toilet paper, but also when the time comes, I have, you know the shit that I need. But I, I was like, maybe I should put one downstairs in the guest bathroom. Um, especially since I have a 10 year old that's like inching closer to it. So it's kind of normalizes it. Cause it's, it's only in my bathroom right now. Yeah. Um, make it as easy as possible for when yeah. it happens to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also on the public floor, uh, tip not to get too gross, but I, um, after I had Rory, I definitely have like p- public floor issues. Um, and, my doctor was like, yes, you should get public floor therapy. It's great. We'll submit this to your insurance and see how much they're going to cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not much. It was like going to be, you know, $300 a session or something. And it was at a time when that was like not really financially a viable That's thing a that lot. I could do. It was a lot. And you, it wasn't like, oh, you can go in once. If it was like, you know, a couple times and it's really going to help, I would do it. But it was something like, you know, you needed to have six or more sessions. It was a lot of sessions. And I was like, I can't. I can't do that. So mm-hmm. I didn't. And it was, it's definitely something, you know, a lot of women go through it. A lot of women who've had babies and they don't really talk about it. I mean, truly, I mean, not to rain about this, truly after you give birth to a baby, unless you've had a pretty bad tear, uh, they see you after five weeks to basically say, yeah, you can have sex with your husband or your partner now. 
bye. Like, that's it. Like, you feeling okay? And and of course, I remember after having Rory, I didn't have um, postpartum or anything, but I definitely had like anxiety about my station in life. I think it wasn't about like raising a kid. It was just sort of like feeling overwhelmed with all of my responsibilities. And, but I'm such like a, you know, I want the doctor and I know you know this. I want the doctor to think I'm the best patient that they've yep. ever had possible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm doing, a good gr- girl. I'm doing great. Everything is, I have it together. And they were like, sounds good. See ya. Bye-bye. See ya at your next pop smear. I'm like, okay. Bye. Yeah. Whenever I say that to people, they do not appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yes, that, that was my little rant, but public for <laughs> physical therapy sounds amazing and it should be covered by insurance. Yeah. She talks about, quite a lot in the non-TLDR part. But um, I really think it goes to your point, Hillary, is that it's something that we don't talk about. Because I didn't really even know that pelvic floor anything was a thing until I heard about it in the context of Larry Nasser. Oh, yes. Yes. Remember, that's one of the medical excuses he used. Boy, there's a name I would hope to never hear in this conversation. You know, he's just doing a pelvic floor treatment or whatever. And I was like, wait a minute. What could this possibly have been? So, I mean, it's good to know that there are legitimate uses. But if that's the first thing that comes to mind for me, we are doing something wrong. Yeah, exactly. If people, that's their first, like... Uh, awareness of it and honestly also these are like 13 year old girls or whatever 13 to 20 year old girls uh, Mm -hmm. their pelvic floor is tight it's tight wait maybe that's the problem (laughs) i know well oh god so much we don't know um but thank you dorothea that was it was really informative i appreciate it that's great Um, okay. Question of the week responses. What is your favorite punctuation? Um, Jennifer, my sister, I'm actually confused. I needed to follow you, up with her. Which one of these is the punctuation? <laughs> I don't know. It's asterisks, like the carroty thing. And, um, how many? Five explanation points, marks. Uh-huh. Now, are saying. the first two technically punctuation? I don't think so. I would say exclamation. I mean, I think that's, that's just what I'm going to yeah, go with. Yeah, these are just symbols, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, she is a teacher, so maybe she's like, mm, you need to put another word here. <laughs> You're missing she's a word. She's used to typing the carrot. I type the carrot and the yeah. asterisk all the time for yes. math purposes. Yeah. But um, Gregory says the comma. I mean, it's funny because people, he didn't say the comma. He just put comma. He just put comma. <laughs> so, you know. Um, Catherine says, I want this one to be more of a thing. And I don't know what this is. It's like an at sign, but like an exclamation point curved. It's like a period with a swirl around it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a reverse upside down at sign with a dot in the middle. What is it? I don't know. How does one search it? Bobby. I, search, I you're on it. Don't no, I'm on it. <laughs> Get after it. Um okay, we'll keep going. Alicia says, M dash to show your digression is important. A big deal. Not whispered in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, you're funny. You are funny. I have a, a free and casual disregard of the M dash versus the N dash. I don't know and I don't care. Yeah, no. I just use dashes wherever. They're two it's very good. different things. What? Don't care. Time. Don't care. This, this <laughs> is a follow up. She just said she doesn't care. The M dash 
the M dash is also my my favorite punctuation. That's the only thing I was interjecting to say. Alicia, who usually when Alicia has some sort of comment for the show, I immediately criticize it. Um, I have a long track record of, of uh, just tearing Alicia's comments apart. But in this particular moment, we are fully aligned M dashes for life. Get, get that right. tattooed on you. Um, Tom- I <laughs> well, you know, I think some people get like commas tattooed. So, you know, yes. there's been weirder things. Semicolon tattoos yes. are a oh, thing. Yeah, right. That's a thing. But I, I do want you to have M dash for life, L Y F E, in in that calligra- calligraphy or churchy script across like your pecs. <laughs> yeah, the, the Dover Gertz. <laughs> oh, so good. Speaking of which, Tanya says, big time overuser of the exclamation point. Can't help it. No. Regurts. <laughs> I was just excited. <laughs> uh, Will says, I'm old and can't complete thoughts. Ellipses. Mm. Yeah. I like that too. I yeah. am trying to do less of it, but yeah. sometimes I want to put an unfinished thought into a <laughs> sentence. Like, these are my conclusions, but I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it open. I don't know. Who am I uh, to say? <laughs> Scott says, Ellipsis. I use them. Dot, dot, dot. Far too often. Even when not dot, dot, dot appropriate. My favorite thing is when people put like four in and you're like, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's too many. Uh, uh, Laura says ellipses and M dashes because, well, you know, dot, dot, dot. Um, Rosemary says Oxford comma till I die. But she uses an exclamation point. So I don't know. Uh, Missy says interrobang. Which, that's good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I didn't know what that was until a friend of mine started or is involved with the Interrobang Theater Project in Chicago, and so I had to figure out what it was. Well, there is a there's an Interrobang bookstore in Dallas, and I was like, what? And that yes. was the same thing. Yeah, I guess for a long time I didn't know that it that it was an actual single unit you know i'm just like you know exclamation question exclamation question whatever i didn't know that that was a considered an actual deal that had a name yeah i didn't either hmm. uh amanda says i still use parentheses 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 hugs parentheses close parentheses close parentheses, <laughs> close parentheses in many situations i mean you picked mailbag, Hillary. I know. I'm, I'm tripping over my words. Christy says, I use an exclamation point most, but love and best. I don't know. Ampersand. Oh, ampersand? I like, oh. Yeah, I like ampersand. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, love and best? What? Yes. No, I do like an ampersand. I do. I know. And I really, I, I, I remember, I like drawing them, but I do the plus sign you know, for and more. And I think that looks sloppy. It's like something in my handwriting that I hate that I do is when I do. I cannot and. draw one. Yeah. I really just can't do it. It's, it's really unnatural. And sometimes I need to, sometimes I write, ugh, this is really getting in the weeds, but it's <laughs> a, it's a symbol that's used in, in coding a lot in the, in the language that I have to program in at work. And sometimes I write notes to myself and, and I have to do an ant, ampersand and i will just draw a plus sign with a circle around it instead <laughs> when i'm writing notes to myself because i just can't do it you're like i, I need to it write will faster. ruin the note if i yes. put an ugly ampersand in there yeah absolutely I, think I use whatever it is like the um uppercase cursive e with the dot above and the dot below that's yes yeah. yes yeah. That, that's a yes. good one that's a good that's one easier no. to yes. to merit this point that's an easier one to write mm. yeah oh yeah that's a good one 
Um, okay, Lane says, maybe an unpopular choice, but I'm a fan of the semicolon. I don't think it's unpopular. I have mm-hmm. done a pretty good job of breaking myself of the habit of using exclamation points just to make people, mostly men, more comfortable with what I'm saying. Good for you, I was Lane. uncomfortable with that post. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Didn't have any felt exclamation like, marks I felt very it. touchy. Um, and finally, from my two wannabe rebellious friends, Katie says, none. <laughs> okay, Katie. And then Chelsea says, none. Yeah, I'm not an eager nerd. <laughs> Oh my god! Shut up, guys! Girls, like, oh, standing yeah, so out in the cool. corner of the uh, parking lot, smoking cigarettes over yeah, there. The, the hilarious thing is, is we have sort of this coded language. I will go into it at another time. But one of it, like one of the things that we use, is no period, and that means like I'm rejecting what you're saying right now. Like uh, somebody saying like, "Hey, let's go hang out," and you just write no, and like they have to know that like. You absolutely don't want to do it. It's like our little code, and so it's and but it's always no period. Like it, the, you have to have the period to emphasize that you don't want to do something or you're not interested in something. So whatever, shut up. I um, have <laughs> I have an update on Catherine's uh, punctuation. I googled it successfully. Oh, I oh. knew you could do it. Yes, it is the sarc mark, and it is a sarcasm. Sar- sarcasm. Oh, so it's a sarcasm. It's a mark to note sarcasm in text, which is a problem. Uh, you know, uh, very, very hard to be sarcastic here. I'll put it into the uh, the link into the T-Sheet. There we go. In so internet sarc- parlance, people just do slash S yeah. to indicate, and that seems fine, but I really like this. It's trademarked, which I think is funny. How do oh. you do it? I mean, I don't know. there's not a key combo for it, is there? Uh, actually, I do know. I shouldn't say I don't know. Sarkmart dot uh, whatever dot com. You can download extensions to various programs and software and things. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, no. Sarkmart. That's what you say. That's you no really period. You no can period. download an app that will let you put it into iMessage or Android. There's a Snapchat lens. Hmm. Is that are kids um, still doing that? Oh, uh, Rakuten Viber pack sticker pack what? okay so okay okay no sark mark <laughs> <laughs> got a ways feel. to go on this yeah. really gotta sell it yep yeah it's in line behind intero bang for yes. good luck yeah yeah uh does the center dot count as a piece of punctuation too i use that for a lot of uh, like breaking things up oh I don't actually know the name for that. It's I always just Google center dot and then copy and paste it. Because I'm usually doing it for like email blasts and stuff. Uh-huh. The interpunct. I don't know that I would use that for like, um, I don't know, not formal communication. But I would use that more for like jotting and lists and well, yeah. list would be a bullet point. But I don't know. It would be a much less formal use for me. But that's a good one, too. Yeah. It's like a floating period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Time for medium talk? Yes. All right, everybody, wake up. Have your <laughs> have your father carry you down to the breakfast table because it's time. <laughs> yes, Michael. As if. For a complete and balanced breakfast, we were thinking about what to talk about this week, and uh, it was uh, quite an adventure that got us to cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... Quite, can't quite remember all the steps, and I feel like it was your fault. I think I said, uh, I just want to talk about something easy that I don't have to do any prep for. Yes. Yep. Yeah, no research on this. Except we did a to... lot of prep for the period yes. show. Yes. 
Yeah. And you said I mean, like cereal, standards. and we were like, "Yeah, cereal, cereal." <laughs> like, <laughs> there we go. Let's talk about bowls of carbs. Yes. So we've got a few categories here, and again, this is this is timely to nothing. I mean, I, I was explaining to a colleague tonight. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta get home by you know seven because I gotta set up to to record with my friends. I should say I get to set up to record with my friends because we do this thing, and it's we're talking about cereal tonight. Because when we started this this iteration of our podcast, we decided that we would talk about current events. And then a <laughs> pandemic started. We did? I don't even remember that. <laughs> it was like, yeah, what's well, going there, on in the news? Yeah, there was a moment where we were going to be topical. Yeah, we were going to oh. like find a news story that was... It was oh, yeah. distressingly TV-tale-ish, yes. honestly. Yes. Like, I'm find something a little that. offbeat that we talk well, I about. Think, I think the goal was to do it, but do it the way we wish they did it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. yes. And, then, and then we had uh, an orange president and then a pandemic. And we were yeah. like, maybe not. Maybe and so this week, well... Cereal. While we're in Ukraine, uh, watching rather Ukraine get invaded by Russia, uh, we're going to talk about breakfast cereal. cereal. Yeah. While they may have had some, Ooh. whether or not they still do is another question. Great. So uh, I think we just uh, left to right on childhood fantasies versus childhood reality. And Anne, I'm curious if you'll have a European flair for this for Ooh. your childhood. I wonder what European cereal is like because I have oh. no idea. Let me talk about muesli, my friend. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I think we're vaguely familiar with that. Um, those boxes of kindling they sell as cereal. I honestly don't remember very much from our days in Europe. We must have had something, but I can't recall. I I think, um, once again, Meredith and I live parallel lives because I'm pretty sure... That her mom was big into healthy cereals. Am <laughs> I you correct? Guess? You are absolutely correct. <laughs> uh, because my mother, I would say by extension my father, but, you know, he didn't give a rat's ass. Mm. I mean, he did, but just, you know, mom had to do all the dirty work. But she was so strict about our nutrition, which, of course, in the 80s meant healthy cereals. Not the concept of cereal, because cereal was considered healthy in general, just not the sugary not ones. Not sugar cereals. Right. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So I have very little experience, probably until I went to college, with uh, sugared cereals. And we had the Cheerios, and if you were lucky, the Honey Nut Cheerios, and probably Kicks. I could still get down with some Kicks, oh, yeah. but I'm putting some sugar on it. Um, and maybe some Rice Krispies. But that's about as far as we went on cereals. So I had the fantasy of getting to have something that was part of the advertisements that had a cartoon character mascot, which was very rare. And I would say the only time it happened, here's the Europe angle, was when we would come home to visit and stay with grandpa and grandma for a week and we would get the variety pack of cereals. Mm. And what was it, like six or eight or ten? Probably eight. I think ten would be unwieldy because remember they were like two columns of two Mm -hmm. back to back. And there would always be a couple of lame ones like there's a Wheaties or... What? Golden Post. crisp. Yeah, it's something kind of healthy. And you're like, well, I don't want that one. I or want like the frosted snacks. flakes. Yeah. 
So that would be my experience with the good stuff. And it's another. it was another source of anxiety for a long, long, long time. Because the rule was, on your birthday, you could pick out one box of whatever cereal you wanted at the grocery mm. store. That was it. That was your chance. And so I would get tremendous anxiety standing in the cereal aisle thinking, this is my one shot. Don't fuck this up because this is it for the year. I had so much anxiety of what if I picked the wrong thing and it wasn't everything that I wanted it to be for my birthday, then I just blew my shot. And (laughs) I don't even remember the things that I picked. I just remember that fear in this cereal aisle. (laughs) And I, when I was deep in the throes of the eating disorder in my late 30s, and I remember talking about this with my therapist, and she was like, but Anne, you're not a child anymore. You can go to the grocery store and buy the cereal that you want to buy. And I was like, but what if it's bad? Then I've like wasted the calories and wasted the money. And she's like, you can go back the next day and get more. And honestly, it was such a foundational <laughs> shift for me. <laughs> You're like, I can get more. Mm-hmm. She actually mm-hmm. sent me like a, a homework assignment to go to Trader Joe's and buy six treats for myself. And I got to tell you, I went to that Trader Joe's like on a Tuesday morning when things were real quiet. And I scoured that entire store, <laughs> like every aisle up and down and back and forth. I probably spent like 45 minutes browsing through the Trader Joe's and I could come up with four things. That was oh as God. much as like my brain would allow me to There's get so before much the anxiety. There. I know, but, but it was so forbidden. I had constructed yeah. that forbidden nature to all of that stuff and morality of food and all that stuff that we don't have yeah. to get into. But cereal played so heavily into that and I've worked so hard to get away from that. But um, I just wanted cereal as a child and Kix is great. But Kix is not Lucky Charms. No, that's, no. That's, that's how I'll finish this. I don't Kix want to make... Charms light of this but i could go for some scandinavian swimmers right now (laughs) the uh trader joe's version of swedish fish (laughs) um it's interesting that you mentioned you know that dynamic because even as a child i was an old man which will shock no one oh god I I thought that frosted flakes were too sweet. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Even though as a young child I was taught again by my aforementioned grandmother that I could take a spoonful of sugar and sprinkle it over my cereal in the morning as if that's a normal behavior. <laughs> oh, I did it. It is. It is, it is. totally. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> um but I I uh I grew up on frosted mini wheats. Mm-hmm. And occasionally we would even get the big biscuits. It's like roofing thatch covered in <laughs> powdered sugar. You see I them in the Midwest, and when it snows, they become frosted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I think it's a Ted Lasso joke still, when he shakes out the cereal box and one giant biscuit falls into his bowl. <laughs> yes. Uh, that We used to buy those. Like, that was a regular cereal for us. Um, and I liked also Rice Krispies, Cheerios, like very bland steady like 
I did not like Fruit Loops. I did not like any of that stuff. Um, maybe occasionally a Captain Crunch. Of course, you had to be ready for your mouth to be broken for a day if you eat too much Captain Crunch. So, yeah, Frosted Mini Wheats, I think, were my go-to of all my breakfast cereals as a kid. Uh, However, they would not have actually been Frosted Mini Wheats. They would have been Wegmans brand. Oh, boy. (laughs) If, If not bagged cereal. And we'll talk about that more in a few minutes here, but... uh. Yeah, frosty mini wheats or some some generic version thereof. Definitely my childhood, and it wasn't even so much like a health. Like my grandmother and my mother were both like faux health people because again we were eating like nothing but bowls of carbs, right? And then I was washing mm-hmm. it down with probably half a gallon well, of orange healthy juice. Healthy, yes, the 80s, yeah, 90s. yeah. Uh, and then also carnation instant breakfast. Just honorable mention was a you're gonna love it in yeah. an instant. Oh yeah. A regular part of my job. It was in the cabinet right next to the powdered milk, which my grandmother would still buy and make. God. (laughs) It was not a war. There was no reason we had to be drinking powdered milk. (laughs) But she still bought it. So, uh, yeah, Frosted Mini Wheats, my childhood. Um, I don't have any kind of crippling anxiety or other issues that were tied to it. I just am boring. You just needed something that would fit in the briefcase. (laughs) i wish you were i wish you were kidding (laughs) okay meredith i think that's my turn um yeah and as you predicted we were a healthy cereal family which meant plain cheerios it meant kicks and it meant uh checks of any sort yeah Um, yeah often yeah me too i mean i like all these things um I think rice checks are maybe my favorite because they're light and, and kind of fluffy and they don't yeah. hurt your mouth like <laughs> wheat checks do. Um, but of course, they're all great in checks mix. Um, but yeah, that so it was very common for us to have cereal for breakfast. It was usually plain Cheerios. Um, we were not, we didn't have any money, but first I remember very clearly sitting at the dining room table eating name brand Cheerios and I would drizzle honey on top if, if it was available, it was either a spoonful of sugar or honey. And I remember thinking like, man, we are, we are doing it. Like we made it. This is it. Like I was probably four. (laughs) I thought, I thought we were rich, you know, like a hundo a day. It was great. (laughs) Um, So I was living it up, eating my Cheerios with with honey on top. Not Honey Nut Cheerios, just actual honey that I put on there. Um, And sugar cereal was, was expressly forbidden. There was no chance that my mom was ever going to buy that at the store, except on Christmas. Uh-huh. And yeah, mm. so that was our exception. It wasn't on her birthday, but on Christmas, she would buy one of those variety packs. Did our parents go to the same like parenting school or something? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, so we would get a variety pack and one box would go into our stocking. And on Christmas morning, there was an extreme barter situation going on um, because there were three of us and she would pick what she thought, you know, I assume she did this, not my dad. <laughs> um, she would pick what she thought we would want. And then if it wasn't, you know, if we were jealous of each other, we would, we would bargain. Um, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you five Hershey kisses for your, your um, lucky charms or whatever. Um, and my brother was five years older 
than me and my sister's two years younger than me so like he would just take full advantage of our stupidity Mm -hmm. when we were really little and get the best cereals for himself so that was literally our only opportunity for for sugar cereal was christmas morning and i was always kind of disappointed because they were never as good as you thought they were going to be and no there was like half of a cup of cereal in those little things and then it's like like dust at the bottom yeah yeah so kind of unsatisfying, honestly. Yeah. That is the saddest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but I think, you know, the the biggest disillusion that I had was the first time I had Lucky Charms. I, I know most cereals, most sugar cereals, just from the commercials. And they make them look so great, obviously. Yeah. And the first time I had the marshmallows in Lucky Charms, I was like, what the hell is oh, this? I love them. This Those, is horrible. Uh, no, because they're not marshmallows. No, they're, no. they're like dried sugar chunks. Desiccated husks of marshmallows. <laughs> I love them. I like the crunch. Well, Ugh. I like them now. Kind of yes. how they get like slimy on the outside. And <laughs> yeah. Dusty on the inside. Delicious. No, thank you. Well, mm. it's true. So I was very disappointed in the marshmallows the first time I had them. But um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is... Yeah. That's the shit. Was wonderful that's and still good. is wonderful. I think yeah. it, that's probably still my favorite. It's cereal. so good. God, so we should have had a, we should have had a, a cereal <laughs> ranking show. Well, yes, I had I to throw it in there. As, oh, well, so gosh, number one, I, Crunch is high up there. So oh, my golden grams. Yeah. I think there's promise oh, here. You know, it is March, <laughs> and <laughs> as as no no no, hey, watch 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 it because again. You don't want to get sued here. Oh, so right. we'll just do it the way all the DraftKings commercials do it. And we'll just say, and it's time for madness. <laughs> March munchies. I don't know. Uh, oh, March munchies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there we go. Oh, that's good. Uh, if, uh, if, you know, we were to put out a question of the week about favorite cereals and we pick 16 from that or 32 from that or something, maybe, maybe we do a little bit of a bracket. We could definitely do a bracket yes. into this. Yes. Yeah, yeah we definitely could. All right, March munchies. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I, I feel like I've mentioned this a million times. My my only cereal that I loved as a child really was Count Chocula. Michael Livingston would carry me to my seat at the table, and my Count Chocula and glass of orange juice would be ready for me. In which oh, I gross, <laughs> charmed so, life. So yeah, that's a bad combo. Actually, it was. I would God, see. This is what's so crazy. So my kids have to be at school. Well, their school starts at 740, which is sometimes just like so fucking ungodly early. Um, I'm up at like kind of getting the kids like, you know, air traffic controlled to the car. Like, okay, let's, come on. Like, we got to keep it going. But I, we must have not gone to school until like 830 or something because I felt like I left. I led a very luxurious life. Like I know I did not wake up until seven. I ate my breakfast, my Count Chocula, really only the marshmallows. I did not care for the grains. I really only ate the marshmallows, drank my orange juice because <laughs> Michael Livingston is still a believer in orange juice as, you know, health food. Dad, sorry, just eat sure. orange. Um, and <laughs> then I would settle on the couch, pull my blankie up, and watch an episode of um, The Jetsons. And, and then I would get ready for school. And, and then I would ride my bike to school. How I had all this time, I have no idea. But... Um, but yes, I loved Count Chocula. At some point I did move into Fruity Pebbles and it's weird because I love Count Chocula. I love Fruity Pebbles. I do not like Cocoa Pebbles. I think they're gross. Um, I don't know why. Um, but I love, love Fruity Pebbles though. I will say never, ever, ever 
eat Fruity Pebbles and also drink orange juice because it tastes disgusting. It mm-hmm. weirdly mm-hmm. like just counteracts each other. Um, really quickly, I was just going to say as my my children, uh, child corner real quick is one, my kids, um, I've tried to like, I'm, I don't want them to eat a whole ton of like sugary cereal to start off the day, but I like when we go on vacation, I'm like, it's fun time. Like, let's get, you know, let's get some fun cereal. And Bridget really only likes the cereal that she likes, which is a very precise combination of Cheerios and Rice Krispies. Like that is, she wants half Cheerios, half Rice Krispies. So I'm like fucking exhausted in the morning pouring Cheerios and Rice Krispies. Rory's a little bit more like willing, like he'll take whatever. He likes a Honey Nut Cheerio. Bridget does not like a Honey Nut Cheerio, but he also wants a Rice Krispie as well. And they get a bagel or, I mean, they're like carbo loaded in the morning. They get a bagel. Rory has cream cheese on his bagel. Bridget has butter on her bagel. And Rory has an orange and Bridget has apples. And I'm like... (laughs) It's so complete and balanced. They have a they do not have a glass of orange juice. They have just water, but that's it not is, bad. You know, no. I for for most of high school, I had two Eggo waffles and a glass of milk every morning, and I was starving by nine a.m. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Well, mm-hmm. and then Bridget actually just told me she was like, "Well, yeah, I mean, because because they have to get there so early. I mean, Dave usually drops them off by like seven twenty or something, so they can mill about and do whatever. And Bridget's like, "Oh yeah, I eat breakfast at the cafeteria." I'm like, "I'm sorry, what?" Why am I feeding you breakfast then? I mean, I don't care that she's eating two breakfasts. I'm just like, well, I don't want to spend the money on, like, just go eat breakfast at school. She's like, it's good. I'm like, then why are you eating here? <laughs> anyway, um, but yes, really, my, you know, I was fifth child. I don't know if my parents were stricter with the older kids, but by me, it was like, give her some fucking cow chocolate. That's what she wants. So that's what she gets. God, youngest children are so lucky. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. When you're an uh, oldest child, your parents' resolve is still strong. I wish you could have a conversation with Bridget right now because she's mad at me about very and with Brid with Rory, I'm like, whatever, it's fine, you'll figure it out. With Bridget, I'm screaming at her about something. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just so glad I don't have kids. Um you, uh, someone inserted a category yes, here yes. between the categories. No, and we line. don't have time for this, but we do. We do. Yeah. Best cereal mascot. I mean, I was just thinking about the Honey Nut Cheerios bee. Yeah, he's a cutie. But then, but then I was thinking about Tony the Tiger, and I'm thinking who, he's who great. most, <laughs> who most effectively like sells their product because Tony was ubiquitous yes. in those commercials yes but the b had a wider audience because they would advertise that shit to grown-ups who should yeah. have known better yeah no mm-hmm. they're like but the b says the one it that i remember the one i remember the two i remember the most are well and so funny because i rory called it this so now i just do the chunky loms but it's lucky charms he just right. used him when he was a baby um but the Cute. leprechaun was very much in my brain and then also um the even though I didn't really like the cereal very much, the tricks are for kids. I was like, this oh yeah, the yep. tricks rabbit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that rabbit. I mean, that transcended a lot of humor as a child. Yes. And then oh oh, and then snap, crackle, and pop. Classic. Yeah, yeah. crunch. Yeah, and qu- quisp. <laughs> no, we're not going for quisp. Quisp doesn't make the mascot bracket. <laughs> But, about that fucking son with the scoops for the <laughs> oh, racing brand. Okay. okay, I put it in the slack, but um, a le- another thing I used to do for the kids 
and I really don't because they just want more and more. But they, um, like, if they were sleepy and were grumpy in the morning, I'd be like, here, you can watch YouTubes of 80s commercials. And so I put in the Slack a compilation of uh, breakfast cereals of 1985. And man, oh, man, they really... All the advertising money was put into cereal. I don't know what General Mills had going on or post or whatever, but man alive. It's a fertile market <laughs> is what it is. I have that that um that frog from the Oh, oh yes. Diggum? Puffs. What were they dig- called? Oh, honey snacks. Yeah, honey yeah, yeah. Snack. Yeah. The yeah. honey what? snacks frog. Well, they used stuck to be sugar snacks, weren't they? But then they had to change that. Well, right. honey is better than sugar for some reason. Oh, Corn oh. syrup snacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the well, the pebbles were the Flintstones, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So uh, those were good. God, I still remember like some like w- the whole conceit wasn't that like Barney was trying to get over one on bread or something. I mean, usually it's so funny too because like I don't you know obviously I love the Jetsons but like my kids don't watch like I did watch the Flintstones I didn't like it but I I watched the Flintstones so I was you know aware I don't know I mean my kids know who the Flintstones are but they've never watched it before it's ever. not funny no I it's don't not fine Fred and Barney to be particularly appealing no it's like, like the honeymooners it's like he's one inch away from like beating up his wife I'm yeah like, it's adult is, humor yeah, that yeah. does not translate to kids who no. have no reference for that yeah also, I don't want to know about the past. I want to know about the future. I don't care about dinosaurs. Give me so flying you're cars. You're a, you're a Jetsons family. I yeah. am a Jetsons family. But the rib rack will tip your car on its side. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there are a well, lot. I don't know. I don't know if we have anything construction to say. No. About, uh, it's more constructive like, to say about cereal mascots. But it's I just more like, when you start thinking about it, you're like, wow, there are a crazy. lot. Well, they mm-hmm. use, I mean, they use cartoon characters and, and, and popular figures or whatever to just sell cereal to kids because kids right. are like, I like the Ninja Turtles. I want to buy their cereal, you know. Or like so Joe Camel. They're like, I want to smoke Camel <laughs> I want it. Well, those are my first cereals. <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. oh, my God. Cigarettes A direct link. <laughs> uh, all right. Captain Crunch would kick all their asses. <laughs> Probably. Uh, brand name versus generic. <sighs> God. Well, I think this might fall down economic lines, right? (laughs) Yep. Because I don't remember us ever buying. No. Nobody buys that if they don't have to. Yes. Sorry, Bobby. (laughs) So I put depends depending on your era. So there are a couple of different options here. One, uh, I am looking at a box, which I bought last night, of Trader Joe's Just the Clusters Pecan Maple Granola Cereal. Is does that? I mean, it's not really generic because it's Trader Joe's, so it's more yeah. like yeah, store, it's still a store brand. I mean, it's it pri- is. It just has label. a different right. yeah. like halo about it. Right, and it's the same shit probably as some of the other ones. Like the Wegman's granola cluster cereal is probably this. Right, it's just packaging, not contents. Yes, and so I say it depends because growing up eating Wegman's brand food and being an advocate for Wegman's. We're always all convinced that the Wegmans brand generics were really, really good, which I'm still convinced they are. Uh, and so if it's like Wegmans brand Rice Krispies or whatever, that's fine. Although, Meredith, when we get to your note, I think that is accurate. I think that there are no substitutes for that one. Uh, all of that said, when I was a kid, I was not usually getting the Wegmans brand. If we got the Wegmans brand Frosted Mini Wheats, that was a good, that was a good week. Um, 
what we would often end up getting is the bagged Malto Meal brand. Oh, Malto oh, Meal. Yep. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had Malto Meal. I've just looked at the like bins. Are they like bins sort of? Because yeah, they they're usually not on like shelves somehow in the like store. like a plastic bend or like wire like mesh wire bent bin. in yep. so that they stay in place so oh, that they, they can't can cram stack more them. Of them there. Right, because they're bags. But of course, I, with my Canadian heritage, it's no shock the milk would also come in the bags. So, ah, now, God. Uh, <laughs> you know your Molson's crunch. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually looking up Canadian cereal earlier, and they do have a Timbits cereal. Of course, <laughs> of course they do. They do. Yeah, Olsen Crunch sounds even better. Well, there used to be a Dunkin' Donuts cereal. Oh, sure. I've seen, I mean, there's always weird one-offs. Like, when we go shopping at uh, Christmas tree shops, which gets, like, closeout lots on things, I'm always shocked at the random shitty cereals that they tried to do and then just didn't go. Well, oh, the... um. What are those, um, like the little Debbie oatmeal cookie sandwiches? Oh, yeah. Oatmeal cream pies? Yeah. Yes, oatmeal yeah. cream pies. Again, I, did, I never liked sweet stuff as a kid, so I never really ate those. But um, I saw boxes of oatmeal cream pie cereal fairly recently. I am not going to lie. I'm interested. I would try those. Yeah. yeah. I always like those. So, But are they little oatmeal cream pies, or do they just have like... The oat discs and then little cream blobs. Have well, I assume it's we're gonna I assume to it's like um, like uh, cookie crisp. Like it's probably just barely a cookie. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I remember cookie crisp being like an innovation, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought that was a crime. Like I can't have cookies for <laughs> breakfast. Are you kidding? <laughs> there you go. I just put the link far. in the Slack for the oatmeal okay, cream pies. Okay, so they look like oatmeal Cheer- cream pie Cheerios. Yeah, because yeah, they, they, they yeah, look like they're, little, they're not little sandwiches. Which that is, is not an appetizing look, actually. That they definitely the look, look like buttholes in glaze. <laughs> they, <laughs> yep. they do. <laughs> what I was trying to not say, but they <laughs> they do. Oh my god! <laughs> so, there you go, little you Debbie. Come bowl on, of buttholes. Well, at least I have a show picture. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, you know, Wegman's Box Your Old TJ is fine. But yeah, I growing up on the bag stuff, I mean, I, I, I'm I obviously not buying that anymore. So we had some experience with generic cereal because um, when my parents got divorced, my dad would just, like, pretend to buy food for the kids, basically. <laughs> Right. So he was spending, you know, he's like, I got a budget of $1 for kid food this week. And (laughs) it was going towards, you know, Malto meal or like, yeah, generic cereal in a bag. And so I spent some time eating generic uh, cereal. And I just, I think some of it was perception, but I do genuinely think, and this is the note that Bobby was talking about, that generic Cheerios are just bad. I just think they're not good. I think they taste weird. I think they taste like nothing, which what do Cheerios even taste like? I don't know. But generic Cheerios taste worse than that. They don't taste like Cheerios. That's the problem. No, and they don't yeah. even have the same texture. Like they, everything about them is wrong, and I think it's unfortunate. I think there are some – like I, I can't tell the difference with Frosted Flakes, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I remember he used to get sometimes Fruity Pebbles – um, I think they were called like Fruitios or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can barely tell the difference. But I didn't have much experience with with 
with those anyway, with the name brands sugar cereals. So when he would get that, I was like, whatever, this is probably as good as I'm ever going to get <laughs> as far as like sugar cereals. Um, but they had like a, they had like an aura about them of just like kind of yucky. So I was always a little bit like, ugh, I'll just eat breakfast at school. <laughs> like Bridget. <laughs> yeah. You're not doubling up. You're just like, oh, I'm just going to yeah. skip this. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Well, my dad was also like, I had to remind him when we needed to leave for school and stuff. So mm. usually we were late anyway. Oh, God. I'm sorry. That I must know. have been anxiety It was provoking. not fun. Yeah, no. Oh, very much so. I had to yes. get myself up and my sister up and get us out of the door on time. <laughs> like at eight. <laughs> oh, God. So Easy. breakfast was least of my concerns. I'm thinking now that you bring it up, what do Cheerios taste like? Because if you asked me that, I would say, well, Cheerios taste like Cheerios. Like yeah. it's a, it's a root taste, yeah. right? You can't yeah. break it down into any component parts. Mm-mm. No. It tastes like Cheerios. Cheerios. Yes. Like it yeah. doesn't Just even like- really taste like wheat. It doesn't taste like corn. It doesn't taste like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You really do need like the milk with that one because it just is like grainy, but in a very particular way. Yeah. The Wegmans Cheerios are called Fruit and Frosted O's. <laughs> sure. I love how far generic cereals have to go. That's I was trying more... to look up the best ones, and I and I found one generic cereal just called Crispy Hexagons. <laughs> <laughs> They just didn't even try, did they? <laughs> We're just going to describe this. Um, yeah, I we didn't really have generic. Actually, one time I bought something generic at the grocery store or whatever, the H-E-B brand. My mom just said, I just don't trust it. And I'm like, well, it's fine. <laughs> um, she loves a brand. But yeah, we didn't really have them. I, um, the thing that I get, again, generic is a sort of a hard de- definition because like at H-E-B, I I get some H-E-B branded stuff, which is just probably like, you know, the same thing, just kind of without the packaging. But actually, that's my key problem with um, generic or store brand things. So um, for whatever reason, especially around Christmas, well, I guess because people were making Rice Krispie treats, um, I could not find a Rice Krispie to save my, like it was nowhere. So I had to get the H-E-B brand Rice Krispies. And I don't like them because the packaging is really crappy it's in a box like it's it's packaged normally but the plastic when you open the bag it like doesn't open so it always gets like it looks like a bear got into it and then it like fall it it, i hate it like i this is when i start i'm not like a i'm not a canister person i'm not somebody who like decants into something else especially cereal because the kids go through it but uh that is one because i'm like it's really out all over the place there's rice crisps. There's generic rice krispies everywhere, and I keep stepping on them. Yeah, you would think in this day Oof. and age they would come up with better cereal packaging technology. It seems so weird yeah. in terms of the bag itself. Because I agree, those things are wicked hard to open. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to open it so it you know seals back nicely, or you know, right. I don't have fold- to foldable. <laughs> yes. We do like usually we'll open the interior bag with scissors so that there's a clean line and then oh, that's a good idea. seal it with a binder clip. That's so we have idea. a thing of binder clips in the kitchen, but it's I mean that's a lot of work. They yes. should just no, be resealable. Like so much work. For yes. Not yeah. yeah. Do you remember those little devices that would either use a little bit of heat or something to reseal a bag? Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. 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 I remember those? I remember seeing people reseal cereal with those. Very weird. 
I guess mm. I could take my hair straightener or something. <laughs> yeah. If, if you have the counter space to have a bag resealer in your ginormous kitchen, then by all means. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's brand name versus generic. Next, we are adults now. <laughs> what are the compromises we made? This is the candy bar thing. Like, as a kid. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You know, and now I... I Maybe once a year. Yep. When I'm grown up, up, I can buy as much candy as I want to. Yep. And then you and realize suddenly why that's a bad idea. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, Anne, what are you buying nowadays if and when you're eating cereal? Uh, I rarely eat cereal because, again, I'm still getting over these food issues. But I do have in the cupboard right now a box of Raisin Nut Bran. Hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Raisin Nut Bran has one of the better uh, commercial campaigns that I liked. Where it was the cartoon Little Raisins, not California Raisins, but like animated Little Raisins going about their business. And then all of a sudden, the giant raisin nut, you know, the big raisin coated with almond powder would come in and they'd go, raisin nuts. (laughs) And then the raisin nut would go, raisin nut. (laughs) And make no mistake, it's still a sugar cereal, but... It's got raisin, it's got nuts, it's got brands. What's not to like? Yep. And it's a, yep. a little bit better, I think, than regular raisin bran. Although I, I do like two scoops of plump, juicy raisins. Kellogg's <laughs> <laughs> raisin bran. Two scoops. Um, <laughs> but that is really branny tasting. Raisin bran. And raisin nut bran is, doesn't go quite so heavy on the bran. You know what I always think of when I think of like bran cereal is the commercial, <laughs> the Saturday Night Live where it's like colon blow. Colon yeah. blow. Yeah. <laughs> My you know absolute what? favorite of all time. Yeah. It's good. Oh, man. Did we bring up the California raisins? I mean, that was, yeah. I, I feel like people dressed as a California raisins for like Halloween. Like they were it's so popular. Such mm-hmm. a weird thing. <laughs> I know. Why were Claymation they so <laughs> raisins that are Heard what, just meant doing to a sell James cereal? Brown impression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was really weird. It was really weird. I don't see what's so weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're to they okay, so they're they're promoting uh sun-made raisins, not raisin brand necessarily. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they but definitely It's got like the raisins council. <laughs> Big raisin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as mentioned, I just bought a box of just the clusters, maple, pecan, granola cereal, which I buy occasionally. I don't eat a lot of cereal either. Um, and for a while, for years, I was just buying granola, just like straight granola and actually just eating that um, if I was going to eat anything for breakfast. And often I don't eat breakfast, which is bad. I need to be better about that. Um, but a couple of other notes. Uh, I forgot to write it here, but I was reminded by our conversations do love a crackling oat brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and I put my kingdom for a bowl of kicks. And here's why. Occasionally, I will get a craving for kicks, which is just weird because there's nothing special about them. But I'll go to the store and I either won't be able to find kicks or I'll only be able to find a family sized box of kicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and stale kicks are disgusting right and so all i want is one bowl of kicks because it's all i'm gonna eat i'm gonna open a box and maybe 
two. I didn't even think to check my closet here, or closet, my cabinets here. I might have a box of some other cereal here that I bought, ate two bowls of, and then promptly forgot about. Because in the apartment here alone, especially because I take my coffee black, I also just can't get through milk, which we'll get to in a few minutes here. But, like, I have to remember to have milk if I'm going to have cereal. Yeah. And so it just doesn't happen that much. They don't make food for singles and couples. They just don't. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. always for families, and then you end up wasting it. It's too bad. Durr. So, uh, yeah, Trader Joe's, basically granola clusters or uh, some crackling oat bran. Uh, which, by the way, uh, and since the longtime listeners know that I got all my teeth fixed a couple of years ago, um, being able to eat crackling oat bran again was like a big deal because really for years mm. I just could not eat it. You got to let so, that soften up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. rough on the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, Meredith? So I rarely ever get cereal anymore. Um, I always have breakfast, but it's usually, um, you know, it's yogurt or like I've been making um, oatmeal, banana bread muffins because I buy bananas with good intentions and then they go bad. So I have to do something with them. So no, See, that's your first mistake is buying bananas. Well, I like bananas. I'm like, <laughs> you, man. <laughs> So, but I can't, I can't ever get through a whole bunch. And I like banana bread um, and banana muffins, so it's a good breakfast thing to make. So, um, that's kind of what I'm having this week. But it'll be like yogurt and oh, I, th- I think I've mentioned before that I subscribe to passion fruit <laughs> delivery. Right. <laughs> um, so passion fruit on plain Greek yogurt is is my go to if I don't have anything else going on. Um, but recently I did get some turmeric granola at Trader Joe's uh-huh. and surprisingly good, Whoa. surprisingly good. I, I will put, I will have it in a bowl with, um, kefir instead of milk, which is that drinkable yogurt. Yeah. So it's a little bit like tangy mm-hmm. and a little bit sour, which I like. So that's a really good combination. It makes me feel like a super duper health warrior Healthy girl. Mm hmm. Even though it's probably, I don't know, maybe not that great for me, but it's I'm pretty tasty. That, I'm convinced that the benefits of turmeric are overstated. I'm sure they are. Yeah. And there's probably not enough in there to do anything. I just like how it tastes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's good. That's well, that's extent. why you should add turmeric to your food because it tastes good, not because you think it's a superfood. I think yes. all the superfood stuff is bullshit. I know. It's yeah. definitely both. There's no definition of a superfood, it doesn't mean anything. Um, well, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'm eating, drinking, like, celery juice every morning so and mm, it's and your mushroom <laughs> coffee with <laughs> adaptogens <laughs> i'm biohacking oh. my body um, okay joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> he lives in austin i mean come on he conveniently doesn't mention all the steroids yeah <laughs> weird. Yeah. it's weird how it works like that um yeah i'm kind of like y'all i don't i mean i have cereal in my house i don't really eat cereal i'm kind of like i don't love a sweet thing in the morning I mean like a sweet meal in the morning but okay so I don't love grape nuts like the like stuff that my husband likes I don't like those I do and they're not always easy to find I do love grape nuts flakes I don't know what it is there's something about the texture of them that with yes a spoonful of sugar put into them and milk you have to you have to you have grape nut products Oh, it's well, it's, so yeah, it's eating good. granola. We'll get into grape nuts, and, it, and it, hold, it holds up a little bit better in the uh, in the milk. And I don't know, I just love them. I love them. I don't have them, but I love them. That that's that's my adult compromise. I mean, I would, I would 
get down on some Fruity Pebbles, though. That was like in college when they would have Fruity Pebbles at the cereal bar kind of area. We were like, fuck yes. Ugh. Like everybody's you know, running to it. Ugh. Those are the days. <laughs> All right. We are going to get to Grape Dots because that's a whole thing. Um, we have the good, healthy, bad, healthy next. Uh, the food that we all think is healthy but isn't. <laughs> I mean, and maybe. Re- remembering that it's all still just straight carbs and sugar at the end of the day. Right. Good, healthy tastes weird. And is this your muesli contribution? Y- well, yeah, good, healthy does taste weird because I think as as we all know, if it tastes good, it can't possibly be good for you. Not in the commercial food industry. And so I was trying to think of what would I qualify as good, healthy? Well, again, we're saving grape nuts for a little bit <laughs> later. But I was like, what are those little like brand sticks things that I would not eat, oh, you know, yeah. under threat of having my fingernails pulled out? But uh, so I searched brand sticks and uh, all brand <laughs> Kellogg's all brand. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 fiber one. Ooh, that stuff just—it's bird gross. nest fodder. Like, yeah. why would anybody ever want to do that? Let's see if I go to images. If it does it, it it's getting caught up between um, cereals and pretzel sticks. Daily brand brand mm. sticks. It it just looks gross. I don't yeah. know if this qualifies in the same category, but I think Special K for me follows in this category. Yeah. Like, yep. it's supposed to be good for you, but I think it just tastes like kind of nothing. It's kind of like eating paper. It's like a product yeah. 19. Yes. With, like, dry, yeah. weird yep. strawberries in it. This is why you felt like you were making such a good choice when you ate Cracklin' O'Bran. Because you were suffering. Cra- I mean, Cracklin's yeah. must be healthy, right? That's healthy word. Question mark. <laughs> That's what I, but can I oat get a bowl and of Cracklin's brand? for breakfast. Cracklin's kind of fun, right? Yeah. You you did not realize because we didn't read the labels back then that you were essentially eating a, a bowl of oatmeal cookies, the hard oatmeal cookies. Mm-hmm. But you thought that it was healthy, whereas the real healthy stuff is just the pits. That's not why we eat cereal for health reasons. No. No. Well, they definitely tried to convince us in the 90s. I feel like it was very 90s, late 80s, 90s to be like, cereal can be good for you. We're just going to give you a bunch of like twigs that actually aren't good for you. Mm -hmm. And it tastes like shit. So you're going to think it's good for you. Did Snackwells do cereal? I bet they did. They probably did. Snackwells. There's something I haven't thought about in a while. Google, Google, Google. Working on it. Snackwells cereal. Oh, remember Granola bars. Damn things. I find it. Oh, this is a, it's a commercial, not just a still of the guy holding like the, the concessionary tray with the strap over the shoulders. I did that for Halloween one year. I was a concessionaire. (laughs) It was smart because I had a place to put all the candy. I don't actually (laughs) see any smart Snackwell's cereal, but it does lead me down to ads for Honey Smacks. Okay. Yes. Reese's Puffs Cluster Crunch. Sounds like a landmine. <laughs> uh, French Toast Crunch. Booty O's? No. What? Excuse me? That seems real racist, given that imagery. Minecraft Creeper Crunch. Oh, God. And Peeps Cereals. Ugh. Just for a note, the booty, O's, the booty O's are a $40 empty box branded as a... Uh, it's like a... Just add milk and feel the power. 
There's a okay. there's something Still more happening racist. here culturally. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, but yeah, I don't like it. That's not pic- show picture. I know this has been discussed other places, and I can't remember if we've discussed it before. But the biggest failing of contemporary cereal is Oreo O's. Yeah, yeah. I just think that Oreos are a perfect food. So why would you try to change that in any way? Mm-hmm. Well, I just mean the name. Well, yes. Oreo O's. Would it's you go right there? Would you have gone with Oreos? Yes, of course. Oreos. What's but an then, Ori? But then, yeah, that leads to pronouncing it as Oros. <laughs> yeah. Like that thing you do, like the right. wonders became I was going to say, Oneaters. <laughs> Oneaters. It's or it's like coal or iron or something. Uh, <laughs> it's fun. Just little, little lumps of metal. Lumps of, yeah. Yum. <sighs> like the episode of The Simpsons where Bart eats a jagged souvenir crusty O from the box of mm-hmm. and has to have his appendix out. Anyway, Chris Bex. That's why that happens, yeah. As, oh uh, yeah! As aforementioned, my my crispy hexagons. <laughs> That's my cereal that isn't worth the squeeze for me. Mm. Yeah, Meredith. Um, I genuinely like oatmeal. As long as there's enough other stuff in it, is oatmeal, oatmeal by itself is pretty is boring. Is cereal though? Or is, is oatmeal it? Oatmeal? That's a good question. Hot cereal. Is it cereal? I mean, is cream of wheat? No. Cereal? See, I would put those in a completely different category, but that's just my brain. I've never thought about why I do it that way. It's in the breakfast cereal aisle, but they have other things in there, too. Yeah. I don't is, know. Okay. <laughs> I hear. Well, people ask, is oatmeal a cereal or soup? <laughs> is well, bowling a sport? <laughs> is a hot dog a, a sandwich. sandwich? These are not binary questions. Right. <laughs> I like grape nuts a lot, um, but I cannot eat them. Do you eat them? And it makes me sad. Hot or do you eat them cold like gazpacho? No, cold after like an hour of soaking. Sure. <laughs> and even then, I don't eat them because I cannot crunch that much. I don't have the jaw power for that. Mm. I have tooth problems and jaw problems, and, and grape nuts are just like eating gravel. And yeah. I don't know why I like it. I don't know what's likable, likable about that, but I do like them. This is your like BDSM quality. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Hurt me, great. <laughs> well, there's our title. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> it better be in quotes. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, um. I I put grape nuts are grody. Now, I it's more that I'm just being antagonistic towards my husband because he loves grape nuts. He and was he likes born the, to love grape nuts. <laughs> I know he likes the texture of it. He Dave likes a crunch. You know, he's the guy that puts a chip in his sandwich to, you know, diversify. Yeah, but the, I wouldn't say that rocks crunch. <laughs> I don't know. He likes the texture. I don't know why. We don't really have them that much, but if I'm going to get cereal and I ask him, he would 100... He is not a sugar cereal a cereal person. It would 100% be grape nuts. Absolutely. The other thing about grape That's nuts wild. is there's a psychological aspect to eating in general and eating cereal and the serving size on grape nuts is so small that it's I don't tiny. feel like I'm done. By the time no. I've consumed mm. the appropriate amount of calories, whatever that is. I know. Yeah. 
Uh, I also bought a bag of chocolate-covered peanut butter pretzels last night from Trader Joe's, which I would normally never buy, but I just they were there, and it was an impulse thing. Ripped that bag open in the car, started eating them, ate like a couple of big handfuls of them on the drive home. Then I looked at the bag. The serving size is four. Ooh, four. No. <laughs> wow. Are these peanut butter filled or is it They're, they're peanut butter filled and they're they're okay. like pretzel bite size pretzels though. They're not like a whole pretzel. It's like it's like a less than one inch is nubbin it, is of pretzel. It a, like a broken up pretzel? Like no, a it, Snyder's broken pieces or no, are they mini like pretzels? A, like if you've had like the peanut butter filled pretzels, which is like the, the pretzel shell with peanut butter in it, but I dipped in chocolate. Know. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not against it. Four was the sample. The, sorry. I ate like <laughs> six servings of these things on the drive home. <laughs> I'd be like, oops. Oops, all berries. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the Oops All Berries didn't even make the list. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, that's a Captain Crunch subsidiary. That's true. <laughs> He's some sort of sergeant. Uh... Um, grape nuts, yeah, very regional to New England. Of course, Dave loves them. Um, oh, I, I didn't know that. I, I don't. I guess I don't know, but I think they're particularly beloved in in New England. I feel like hmm. there's a there's a calling there, and it's not just grape nuts, but um, grape nut pudding. What? Ooh. Excuse me. What? <laughs> that's that's a thing. Hey, so What is that? Yeah, the grape, grape nut pudding. Nuts. They take grape nuts and they use it to make pudding. A, and they mean, I think, pudding more in the um, like it's pudding, but it's more like the dessert sense. It's oh, like in a baked oh, pan. Oh, well, I found Pud. the next baking with Anne. <laughs> it's like a custard with grape nuts in it, and it the grape nuts soften in the custard, and it becomes a thing. I'm going to ask Dave if he knows about it. Please this. do. And then also ask yeah. Dave about grape nut ice cream. Yeah. Because yeah, that yeah, is yeah. everywhere around here. I I have found the first recipe comes from Yankee Magazine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I about can't tell. Power. Is this Yankee Magazine or is this New England Today? I think New England Today <laughs> is the website. <laughs> Maybe it's an aggregator. I don't know. It might be because of my cookies, but if I search for grape nut ice cream, the first thing that comes up is top 10 grape nut ice creams, in, and they're all in Boston. Oh, my God. How grape nuts ice cream became a cult favorite from Eater. Four cups of milk? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, this is of, interesting. Speaking... Oh, no. Gone but not forgotten. Then we get into it. So, gone but very quickly. Um, yes. And you have... Uh, Cereals that have disappeared, gone away. Yes, I have two that you have already mentioned. Yes. In fact, yeah. is I realized not that long ago, I can't find Cracklin' Oat Brand anymore. It's still out there, I hope. I mean, I... No, it's not. It's discontinued. What? Uh... Yep. Yep. I think no we still have a box at the, the other apartment. I don't know. May, you know, maybe we're just, the supply chain is running through the last boxes <laughs> now. Bit. But it was in the last five years, for sure. That it was discontinued because I looked it up. And uh, same deal for Crispix. You said Crispix weren't worth the time, Bobby, but I like a good Crispix. Well, nobody likes it apparently anymore because... (laughs) I guess. Maybe corn checks have taken the place. I I think that's probably it. I think, yeah, checks just has uh, market dominance. Yeah, muscled them out. But I do like a nice bowl of Crispix. They're nice and light. So I salute you, Crispix and Cracklin' Oat brand. Gone but not forgotten. (laughs) 
This is uh, this is when I make my my Quisp reference again <laughs> for the second. Now I never had Quisp. I don't know. Um, I, I realize I don't think they're discontinued, but Golden Crisp, which would be the the non generic version of the bags of cereal of my youth, <laughs> they don't exist in my world anymore. Because even if they did, I wouldn't eat them because they are literally just honey covered cereal puffs. Um, but uh, that was the closest thing I could think. So uh, gone in my life. But uh, not forgotten because I'm scarred forever. As of 2021, the product is still sold as Sugar Crisp in Canada with ads displaying the Sugar Bear uh, mascot. Sugar Bear. Um, I think so. I had a really hard time deciding because I have a lot of fond memories of cereals that I couldn't have, but I liked the commercials. <laughs> so, like. My mom never got us Dino Pebbles or Mr. T cereal. Um, really wanted them. <laughs> but I really wanted them. Um, but the one that I do remember that I had was called Hidden Treasures. Um, and these were, so I'm reading about them on Wikipedia. They were introduced in 1993 along with Sprinkle Spangles, which I also re- remember. Um, they like had little tiny sprinkles on them. That's all the. That's all it was. Um, but hidden treasures were like squares that had like some of them had fruity fillings inside oh, of them. They're they're like um like like pillow shaped. Yes, yes, but they weren't all filled, which was like a tre- oh, so it's like a treasure genius. hunt, right? So like hmm. sometimes you would get an empty one, and sometimes so there was cherry, orange, and grape, and you eventually could figure out which ones were which because they were filled differently, and they had like the seams look different. Oh, I assume there would be a weight component to that too, right? Well, this says pieces with a seam very close to the edge had a grape filling off center seams had orange and directly center seams had cherry. I don't remember that, but I'm sure I knew that when I was a kid. Um, They were very appealing to me. I don't know why. And I kind of miss them. Um, Slight momentary tangent in the Googling of the hidden treasure cereal images there's also for twenty six dollars you could buy a box of General Mills Hershey Kisses cereal. Oh, oh, I think I've what seen that. that. What is it? Hershey's Kiss cereal. What is? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> is it just? What's like... the question here, Hillary? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. Obviously. Oh, I got the picture of Bootios. God damn it! What is this? <laughs> Uh, Wendy's Frosty cereal? Oh, I saw that in the store the other day. I I do like a Frosty, I'll admit. Frosty's so good. I wonder if it tastes good in cereal form. It looks like it looks like cocoa. Cocoa puffs. It looks like y'all ever dip French fries into a frosty. That's some good shit. Of course. I had some friends who were obsessed with it, but I didn't love it. Now there's a, a great value magic treasures cereal, but it's something a little bit different. Oh, there, it's a wizard. Oh, it looks like Lucky Charms. Yeah. It's Chunky Lumps. Yep. <laughs> Generic. Choco, Choco Chimps. Nature's Path Enviro Kids version oh, of Yeah, we didn't Choco even get Puffs. into like the the healthy, like, which flavor of puffins are you bringing home today? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. None. Not even worth it. Pop-Tarts um, Crunch. Gross. I got to close this page. <laughs> um, just cereal abominations. Uh, just to round this out, I left my blank because I was trying to think of Crackle Note brand because I remember loving it, but it was definitely the one that I 
it was like probably in middle school when I'm like trying to be healthier or whatever. And I was like, okay, crackling oat bran. I'll get into that. And then I looked at the nutrition panel. It's a trap. Oh, yeah. It's a trap. It's almost worse than like Count Chocula. Like it was so, it is not good for you. I mean, whatever, but. Store wheat bread, which is just slightly more calories than store white bread. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, but alert, alert, I did ask Dave, I texted him, and I said, do you know about grape nuts pudding or grape nuts ice cream? He said, putting grape nuts on ice cream? I could see it, but grape nuts pudding? Hell yeah, I've had that. Yep. <laughs> the only problem, I would, I would make this, but I had to buy grape nuts, and then what yeah. would I do with the rest of the grape nuts? <laughs> Send them to Meredith. You can't have them. No, I can't. Don't torture me like that. It's like sisterhood or podhood of the traveling grape nuts. <laughs> I can have like a tablespoon of them after they soak for an hour. Well, the grape nuts pudding, then I send you them can to eat Bobby. those. So I think, I think uh, you should just make a lot of it and then freeze it and ship it to us. God. I'm sure it would arrive on the other end in perfect quality. <laughs> um, I forgot to add to these lists... Um, like charity celebrity cereal. So oh, yeah. well, did you see the picture of the Urklos? <laughs> yes, oh, I true. did. Uh, well, I mean, I, Flutie Flakes, I think, are the I ones knew you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I, we still have our box of Flutie Flakes that have been eaten, actually, but the box is still there. Uh, well, the, pro- the prototype for that was the Wheaties Champions box. I remember my well, grandparents yeah, that- having those. That was still Wheaties. This was some some enterprising company thinking that we could just sell generic true, cereal true, true. and put a picture of uh, of a Doug Flutie with no particular branded NFL gear on, but just his <laughs> colors and number. Um, and we had a few of these in college. We had a bunch in our uh, in the dining room at one point. Charrell uh, Owens toasted O's. Like I think Josh Allen now has Josh's Jacks. So like they're just doing them for everyone now, and and it's always like a buck from each box goes to charity or something. So whatever. What is this that you put in the slack? I'm not sure. I think it's a candy bar. (laughs) It looks like okay. So it looks like a demon. Yeah. It's okay. I thought yeah. I thought it was something kind of something. I thought it was something dirty at first glance, and I was like, hold on. So this is a fruity pebbles cereal and candy bar, and I think it's white. Chocolate question mark with fruity pebbles, pebbles and it. it's shaped like a bunny. I don't like white like chocolate. It's an Easter. Mm. I don't like any of this. This looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks like congealed lard. Yes. Yep. Yes, it does. Mm, congealed. Mm. It, it's definitely an Easter thing because it has an Easter egg clutched in this little pause. Mm-hmm. This thing is also going to haunt my nightscapes, though. <laughs> this face. <laughs> it's got dead eyes. Yeah. Yes. It's not good. No, it's not. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Very quickly, milk. I, I think that it just, uh, you know, what kind of milk we all do. And I bring this up very specifically because while I was at Trader Joe's last night, I grabbed a half gallon of skim milk, which is what mm-hmm. I grew up drinking and yep. always drank. And then I did something I never do, which is I put it back because I specifically thought to myself, because I'm only here part time, going home, going to Boston this weekend, going to other home, whatever this weekend, I'm going to buy this milk. I'm going to have one bowl of cereal. I'm going to put it back in the fridge and I'm just, it's going to go bad before I drink any more of it or use any more of it for anything. And so I want less, but it's hard to find a quart of milk anymore Yep. Uh, or, or a smaller bag of milk for my Canadian brethren. <laughs> 
And then I decided that I would grab almond milk, which I never buy, ever, ever mm. buy. But like, it's literally like maple pecan cereal or, you know, I was like, whatever, I'll just, I'll just try almond milk for it. I have had almond milk before, but I've never like thought to just buy it because the stuff is stable so much longer. It seems practical. And it was like the same price. And I did get the sweetened almond milk. I didn't get the really, really bitter unsweetened almond milk. So I'm just going to try that. And it made me think, you know, it's sort of like the adult compromises uh, line. What kind of milk are you all drinking for using for your cereal? Whole milk. Yes. Hell yes. It's been quite a transition from the skim years. And I Mm -hmm. couldn't drink skim anymore because it just tastes like milky it's water too. milk water it's yeah milk water, it's yeah. interesting yeah. because when you go the opposite direction from skim and increase your percentage so to speak when i went to two percent i was like this is like drinking cream it's awesome yeah. but weird and then you go to whole milk and you're like holy shit i've been missing out on this all my life i know oh it's so good and of course the whole fat content of milk is one percent, two percent, four percent. What do I care? <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly. even four. It's three and a half. It's so the nineties. Give me being a like lo- Low fat is the yeah. way to go. Yep. So that's what I do. But I hear your problem, Bobby, on milk waste because I don't eat very much cereal anymore, and it's about the only thing that I use milk for in a non-baking capacity. And I right. was thinking yeah. we need like. Capri Sun size pouches <laughs> of yeah, milk. Yes. I mean, they sell or the shelf like, stable stuff, but that is gross to me. I can't. No, that's gross. Or, but like, in, you know, when I buy heavy whipping cream, which is fucking awesome, I love that t- stuff too. But uh, when I buy it to make a certain, they do come in the little, you know, yeah, little tiny, the little cartons. like school cafeteria cartons. Yes, yeah. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I just need like two cups. Like I don't need a whole uh, thing of it. I, I'm sorry, I'm skipping. I um, am not somebody who generally uh buys organic stuff because i'm cheap and i don't want to pay for it and i don't really understand like how it's regulated or anything so i just buy yeah so but i will buy the organic milk because it lasts longer (laughs) the central market organic milk like lasts like a month and a half and i'm like all right i'll spend the extra dollar 50 on this one because i when it, it makes me so i hate wasting food like if we ever do a thing about where we're cheap and where we're not like i uh, I, I hate wasting food it like makes me that's a good idea that's yeah a good it, show idea, it makes me kind of like i and i will do the patented thing where like if a meat is about to go and i don't have time to use it i'll put it in the freezer oh and yeah then for whatever reason i feel better a month later when i'm like you know what i'm gonna throw this out now um <laughs> but um you tried. But i but, I tried it. I really did. But yeah, with milk, I'll buy the, um, we don't go through that. Like I don't drink a glass of milk that often. I mean, it's not, Dave will put it in his coffee. Uh, the kids use it, but it, it has to be a little bit stable because we're not going to run through it that quickly. Yeah. And they don't drink a glass of milk. I mean, they're not babies anymore. They don't drink a glass of milk. No. Anymore. Uh, straight Coca-Cola dinner table. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, hell yeah. <laughs> when I was writing the intro and I wanted to actually know what was part of a complete balanced breakfast i went and i just like google searched images of that and what seems to be the universal was the toast mm-hmm. the oj uh and i brought some fruit but a glass of milk so there's so always weird. a glass of orange juice and a glass of milk and i'm like well maybe they're they're just showing that 
before they pour it on the cereal. And so I looked in the cereal bowls. Most of them are already milked. Yeah. So it's Those like kids had teachers who were not bitches about them going to the bathroom, I guess, <laughs> I at first period. So many liquids. The idea was that you would eat your bowl full of cereal and then drink an additional glass of milk. <laughs> and a glass of juice. Are you kidding me? Oh, God. I would have barfed. You're going to barf. That yeah, is that's barf too central. Much it's too much. Who's, pre- who's preparing that? Who is cleaning it up? Forget it. I mean, Jesus Christ. Mm-mm. Um. I guess I'll go next since yeah. we're going backwards now. Yeah. Um, I am not lactose intolerant. I'm the rare Caucasian who is totally fine with milk. And I'm also an infant because I drink milk regularly. Um, I keep those have, bones strong. I guess so. I have, my doctor is always happy when, I, when she asks me about my milk. Not intake. working for your jaw. Well, so I have a Nespresso machine. So I have a, I have a latte every morning. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> um so that kind of goes along with it i've made it with alt milk before like coconut usually is my go-to non-dairy milk and i like the unsweetened bitter kind. <laughs> boy i'm full of unpopular milk opinions um i have i usually will get like shelf stable unsweetened coconut milk at costco and i use it if i'm making like chia pudding or if i'm baking with it or whatever or mm, making smoothies chia pudding. it's good for that you want to be regular i like chia pudding <laughs> <laughs> um but i go through so two percent is my usual but i definitely like a whole milk and i have kind of developed a taste for this like ultra filtered milk that i've seen recently there's one called fair life i think i've seen fair life but i don't know anything about it well it's like super filtered and i think what attracted me to it is that like hillary it lasts a really long time yep um and they have a lactose free version that doesn't taste any different from the lactose version and when i thought maybe i was lactose intolerant i was trying that it didn't make any difference so i just went back to regular but it's usually two percent that i get um, but we have half and half regularly that we put in our coffee or if, if we're having just an espresso, which I usually don't just have espresso by itself, but if I do, it'll have some half and half in it. So we always have 2% milk and half and half in the fridge. And so it was, that's kind of what I grew up with. Um, we were a 2% family. My best friend, Michelle, her, she was a skim milk family and I always thought it was kind of gross. I was like, this yeah. is white water. Yeah, I don't know is. why you're doing this. But they were also very skinny. So I was like, well, maybe <laughs> maybe they're onto something. Fairlife appears to be a Coca-Cola product. Oh, oh man. Great. Of course it don't is. Spoil it for me. Yeah. Well, Damn it's it. better to know, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Also, it comes in, uh, it comes in five flavors. Reduced fat, chocolate, strawberry, fat-free, <laughs> and whole milk. Can we talk uh, about strawberry milk for a second? Oh, I, I mean, uh, we're running up to oh, the two-hour mark to... on this, but strawberry milk needs to be discussed. <laughs> what? Remember, strawberry quick was a quick. thing? Quick, yes, oh, yes. Oh. And I don't oh. know because I like a strawberry milkshake and a strawberry ice cream, but strawberry milk seems a little iffy to me. That was never on my docket. I was never into that Yeah, just because it tastes so fake and weird mm-hmm. i like chocolate milk that's I love true milk. it's strawberry in the but way that it's you no know. coffee milk yeah sure. it's not coffee milk and it's not yeah it's candy flavored milk yeah. is what it is yep 
Mm-mm. All I remember is when I was in elementary school and they would bring in a tray of milk for milk time, I guess. I don't know. It's like <laughs> we would have like a break where we just got milk. Again, big, big milk, really. Uh, yes. The yeah. dairy council, really. Anyway, they would bring they in a tray and there would be like six chocolate milk cartons and then like 15, 10 to 15 regular white milk cartons what? and then like two orange juices. And it was always a war for who got I was going to say, that sounds like, a, like Lord of the Flies. You had to back yes. out for the and chocolate And then there milk. would be me just being like, yep, I'll take that little plastic cup with the foil of orange juice. Thank you. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, it's fine. Yep, I give know. me the sugar drink, please. <laughs> sugar water. Uh, it goes in the briefcase. Uh, <laughs> next to the mini <laughs> So the uh, question of the week is... <laughs> what cereals in your briefcase? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite cereal? I suppose we could do childhood and or adulthood. Nah. Just you know, just... if you need to specify, specify. But what's your Interpret favorite cereal? As you wish. Yeah, and maybe you don't have any hangups about being an adult, and it's the same cereal as when you were a kid. Or maybe you're like me with Capri Sun, and you didn't drink one until you got to college, and then you realized you could buy a box of them for two bucks. Uh, We weren't allowed to have those either. Exactly. I love those. The best trick ever is to drink them all and then blow air back into it. You're like, look, it's full. I don't know why. And then your kids are crying when they go into the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, they're empty. Uh, uh, I want to say about this question of the week. I don't want to hear. I don't eat cereal. We did not ask whether you eat cereal or not. We said, what's the cereal? If you don't have anything to contribute to this question, don't don't take up Facebook (laughs) column inches. Precious (laughs) precious meta area. Don't make us read your response. We won't. We won't. We will. Honestly, we We will. We absolutely will. And we will also make fun of you. Yes. In our group chat. I like how it's like film. Don't don't use all of our film. <laughs> yes, it's a finite resource. Hillary, yep. Tishi recommends. Right. Tishi recommends. Okay, um, I watched this yesterday. It was really good, and I know uh, nothing about the subject, and it was very informative. It's called Downfall. It's on Netflix. It's a the case against Boeing. Actually, I thought it was funny because I pronounce it Boeing, like mm-hmm. hard O ing. And they all pronounce, all the people that work at Boeing or formerly did pronounce it like Boeing. Boeing. Anyway, I thought that was weird. I mean, I think they just, no, I mean, I'm probably simplifying it too much, but it's like they're, they're, they say it faster. Like I say it as two syllables and there's like, is more of a one syllable. Anyway, it's about, um, the, um, the max crashes and, uh, kind of the devolution of Boeing over the course of like, you know, they started off as this kind of engineering feat and they were this great company to work for. Then they were, um, McDonnell Douglas, they merged with McDonnell Douglas and then kind of the it profits over, you know, yeah. accountability and yeah. all that. Um, and it, but it's really, really interesting because they explain really well and in pretty good detail, um, you know, what happened in these crashes and why they happened and how Boeing really tried to blame it on the, as like, pilot failure and it really wasn't it was their failure anyway but i found it riveting i thought it was is made by um 
Rory Kennedy, who is a Kennedy, but she's a good... Um, she's a good she, Kennedy. <laughs> she's a good Kennedy. She's one of the only good Kennedys. Because look at... Don't look at Robert oh, Jr. He's no. a... Yikes. <laughs> um, but Rory makes some really good documentaries, and this one is one of them. And I think it's only like an hour 15 or something. I watched it while folding laundry last night, and I enjoyed it. Interesting. I mean, it's really... It's actually... They, they do like reenactments. Not like... I hate reenactments, but they kind of do a graphic. And it's... I mean... That shit's scary. Mm-hmm. My dad scary. worked for Boeing. Fly. Back really? In the late sixties, early seventies, he worked on so, the Saturn V rocket. Oh right! Cool. So he was he was in the good times yes, when good, it was good like Boeing. A, yes, good Boeing. Yeah. My grandpa was a pilot, and he worked for Boeing too as an engineer. Hmm. Well, they were talking about how Boeing was sort of the synonymous with good quality, you mm-hmm. know, back in the day. Um, and actually, I remember um, when I would fly from. Dallas to Memphis to go to college it was always because it's a such a it's a short flight and like a shitty route it was always on the MD-80s and those those airplanes are horrible like they are hor- like the McDonnell Douglas planes were not good um so anyway it, it was sort of a and let me just tell you I'm not spoiler but like basically the conclusion is like the maxes are out there and like pilots have kind of been trained like we'll see yeah it was a little and i and i'm not a scare i'm not a nervous flyer at all but i was like that's kind of a little cool i know very cool so do you taking down the mad dogs yeah (laughs) yeah when i was um first flying delta a lot uh out of buffalo they were still flying the mad dogs to atlanta to and from atlanta to buffalo was one of their routes wow and so it was yeah so i flew on it a a few times and uh, it's just the loudest fucking airplane. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sucks. <laughs> so Speaking bad. Of airplanes in Buffalo, Bobby. Did you see that that JetBlue drunk pilot in Buffalo? Oh, oh, I did. <laughs> I don't think I've had Were you on that. I was like, I story. hope Bobby wasn't on that flight. <laughs> uh, of course, the pilot was from Orlando and flying to Fort Lauderdale. So, uh, yes, yeah, yes. Ah, it all is clicking into place. I mean, the the bars are open until 4 a.m., and if you don't know what you're doing (laughs) in Buffalo, you can wake up in a tough spot. Now, my question is how he even got all the way into the cockpit after blowing a 1-7. God. (laughs) That is drunk. That is very drunk. That is. Isn't that double the legal limit? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I I was like, uh, if it wasn't uh, for all the lives in his hands, uh, I, I would say I'm just impressed that he got <laughs> no, like no. out of the hotel room, into the shuttle, got his on uniform time. on. He like literally went into autopilot to get there. Right? <laughs> 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 uh, All right, get involved, you guys. The website is thisshowhaseverything.com. Uh, as previously mentioned, join the Facebook group, but do not tell us that you don't like cereal or we will make fun of you. Um, but yes, please join us. Uh, it's lovely. The show Twitter is at Tishi Show. You can email us, Tishi Show at gmail.com. Send us a voice memo. It's been a few weeks. I want to hear about your serial stories, please. Um, I Don't talk to me about like the Franken, like the other deviations of, from Count Chocula, whatever they were, like Frankenberries. I'm not interested. Booberry. They <laughs> come berries. back every year. It's <laughs> yeah. not a thing. Um, stop trying to make booberries happen. Yeah. Facts. Um, <laughs> <bags, laughs> 
facts. I don't know, like a cereal coupon or something. Facts for Bobby at oatmeal cream pie <laughs> cereal. Oh no! <laughs> at six one seven three five four eight five one three. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, that was definitely not everything about cereals. Obviously, I mean, we're going to have a Munchy Madness March coming soon. So, <laughs> Munchy <laughs> Madness tuned. might happen in April. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But it's, we have more to talk about with cereals. Yep. We have feelings. Yep. Okay, I get it. You must be talking about that stuff called cereal. Yeah, I've heard about it before. It's pretty cool. I hear you can do all kinds of neat things with it. You know, like, eat it. I like a cereal, lots of types of cereal. What type of cereal would you like to eat together? There's lots of cereal, many types of cereal. What type of cereal is your favorite one to eat? We got Frosted Flakes in Captain Crunch. Lucky Charms, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios and Fruit Loops. Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. Apple Jacks, Rice Cookies, Cocoa Puffs. Frosted Mini Wheats with a Honeycomb. Corn Pops, Golden Grams, Captain Crunch with Peanut Butter. Fruity Pebbles and a Raisin Bran. Honey Bunches of Oats in a Tricks Land. Cheerios, Cookie Crisp, Reese's Puffs. Life, Fruity Pebbles and Honey Smacks. Cocoa Krispies in Corn Flakes. Fruity Pebbles in a Cocoa Pebbles. Count Chocula. Chocula. We got Special K, French Toast Crunch, Fiber Plus, and Kicks is great. Granola Checks, Frankenberry Oatmeal, Alpha Bits, and Wheaties, Raisin Bran Crunch, Grape Nuts, Super Sugar Crisp, Cyclone Oat Bran, Corn Checks, Wheat Checks, Fruity Pebbles Checks, did you check the O's? I like a cereal, lots of types of cereal. What type of cereal would you like to eat together? There's lots of cereal, many types of cereal. What type of cereal is your favorite one to eat? make sure that everybody knows that if you don't like cereal that's cool yeah just don't tell me you reject the premise of the question just either answer the question or don't (laughs) or walk on by exactly